this is Beamy Shavery and I'm here with your daily dose of energy. I want to first just start right off in it guys. We are in the pre-shadow phase of Mercury retrograde and I have gotten all y'all emails. You've emailed me, you've asked me to give you guys an update about what's going on climate wise, what's going on in the inner solar world and how we can connect those things with what is going on with the planets as well as what's going on astrologically in other areas astronomy wise so i'm going to step right into it i don't want to give the full um, overview of the mercury retrograde because we have not yet got into mercury retrograde and so because we are still in the shadow phase i would like to kind of ease you guys into it if you have been listening to me since last April then you have gone through at least two retrogrades with me and through the retrogrades both of those retrogrades have been in water signs so what I would suggest you guys to do is to go back and kind of refresh your mind um, refresh yourselves on how the element of Pisces operates or how the elemental water mercury retrograding and water affects us now even though each retrograde has its own set of energy that flows with it no retrograde is the same even if it is in a water sign so this year again we are going to have our retrogrades in our water signs and the first one is going to start off with pisces now being that we just came off of the full moon in leo we are not quite out of that energy yet we won't be and we're still under the lunar eclipse that was just in january that was in cancer that energy lasts us six months to a year so there are so many different things that are still energetically influencing what we are feeling and how we are maneuvering daily um this retrograde is not going to do anything to dissipate the energy that already is what it's going to do is deepen it even more what this full moon recently that we just came under is pushing us to do is to get in tune with ourselves deeper, get in tune with what it is that really fulfills us, what it is that we want, what it is that we desire, where it is that we are trying to go going forward and how do we plan to get there. And also looking at everybody who you have connected to you, are these people assisting you on your journey or are they delaying your journey? And you have to take inventory on your own of your own life and make the decision to either cut the cords or continue to maneuver with these people in your life going forward. Now, these are not easy decisions and in no way, shape or form should you just drastic, drastically make these decisions. But you have to know that throughout the duration of 2020, that is what everything is aligning you up to do. Ever since last year's full moon in I want to say cancer it has been strong strong emotional um, death we have had to go into this deep form of ourselves where we have had to purge certain parts of ourselves for a lot of us we have been in isolation we felt alone we have been secluded we have been in a space where we feel no one understands where you feel like nobody can really help you get through where it is you're where you're um, in currently because you don't even know how to describe what you're feeling where you are currently so that is not anything that you should take lightly that is definitely where you need to be in order for you to do the necessary reprogramming that you're having to do 
to redirect your life. Remember, we are resetting not only a decade, but planetary-wise, you're resetting over 35 years of your life and you are having to create new structures. You're having to create new strategies that really work for you. It's not about your upbringing. It's not about social climate. It's not about um, the influence of your parents. It's not about the influence of your friends. It's not about living up to any type of standards. It just really don't fit with who you are to the core. Anything that isn't truly authentic to you is being devoured. It's being removed. It is causing you to have to restructure. And for some of you, you're fighting against that. When you are fighting against what is the inevitable, you're causing more turmoil than necessary. And so it's, this is a time for us to sit back and really pay attention to what it is as being expunged from our life and what it is that is flowing in and taking an inventory and choosing what you want to stay and what you want to move past. Currently, we may be in a place where your emotions are running very, very high. And that's normal because again, as I stated, we're in a very, very sensitive climate right now. We are in between two very polar opposite elemental signs. When you have a, we're in Aquarius season, but we're entering into Pisces season. And these two elements are gonna be playing tic-tac-toe for a little while because as Mercury goes retrograde in Pisces, it will also be retrograding in Aquarius. Now, Pisces is a very spiritual sign, very in-depth, very emotionally intelligent, and it is a very adaptable, mutable sign. So it has the ability to maneuver through the depth of emotions, whereas in Aquarius, is a fixed air sign, which means it flourishes intellect. In the intellectual phase, it is superior. It's into um, changing things, innovation. It is standing, running at the beat of its own drum, more so like about philanthropy and humanitarian and about what works better for collectively. Very detached emotionally because it has the ability to maneuver emotions in an intellectual way. Now, when you put those two together with a Pisces in the depth of any water sign, there's going to be a tug of war. There's going to feel like conflict. There's going to feel like a bunch of push and tug because there's going to be moments where you feel un un unheard and you feel like you're not being understood and you feel like you're not able to comprehend what is being said to you and what is being required of you because the communication is totally different. The way that you converse is totally different. So this is an opportunity to learn different levels of communication, but also to learn different parts of yourself. What parts of yourself can you evolve in? What parts are you missing? What parts are you needing to assist you in your own evolution and personal growth? So in the midst of that, it can cause you to be emotionally unbalanced, which is for signs and people who are usually more practical or logical, this is a very uncomfortable time because you're now going to be feeling a lot of different emotions whereas people who are used to maneuvering through the depths of emotion this is their playground this is where us water signs are really in love we love this time because we love anything that allows us to feel if we're in an element or in an environment where our feelings are detached or we are not able to um we're not able to connect in a spiritual way or we're not able to connect our feelings to what is going on. Remember, emotions are nothing but energy emotion. And if we feel as though 
we are in a place of being stuck, we're not able to thrive. We're not able to, to move forward. We're not able to really grow. And so this is an element we're used to, but if you are not accustomed to this type of climate, you will be immensely uncomfortable. So this is a moment, as I've stated before, to ground yourself, get yourself in a place where you're not only comfortable, but you are grounded. You're in a space where you are planted and you're able to really take in what is occurring around you and within you in the moment. You can't run from it. You can't hide from it because we're in a time now where it's following you. You can't run from your desires. Everything you've internally manifested, anything internally you've desired is being put in your face. It's almost like it is coming into fruition without you even paying attention to the seeds that you've sown. And so everything that you've planted from years back, things that you've said you wanted, things that you've prayed about, things that you've asked God to give you, things that you have been fasting for is now suddenly in your reach. So you're being asked, what are you going to do? Are you going to walk away from what it is you've said you've wanted all this time? Or are you going to stand up and take it head on? So this is an opportunity for you to be reminded of the vision that you've had, the vision that you say that you've created and really create a plan to strategically see it through. If you're not able to do that, then it will not come to pass and you're going to miss out on the opportunities that you've been asking for, not because you're not ready, but because you're unwilling to do what it takes to see it through and see it into complete fruition. As I stated to you guys before, Mercury retrograde is a time where we're not only just going to have one planet retrograding. It's not just because Mercury is the big thing. That is a big thing that people are speaking about when it comes to the Internet. But when we speak about planets retrograding, we have six planets that will be retrograding this year. And every one of these planets is going to affect us in total different ways. And so if you feel like your life is out of sorts right now, if you feel like your life is, you, I mean, it's just all over the place. There's so many different pieces everywhere. And you're just trying to put everything in order and you're trying to find your own balance. It is not by happenstance. This is exactly how it is going to be for the duration of at least the first quarter, first six months of 2020, because this is planting season. This is harvesting season. This is where you have... You're reaping the seeds that you've already sown and you are putting new seeds out so that when the fall does come, you can begin to see those seeds as well. So it's it's a diff, it's a different time to be in, but it's a potent time to be in. It's a time you want to take advantage of. Don't sit back and continue on the path that you've always led because you're only going to get a magnitude of what you put out. And we don't have another 35. We don't know how long we have going forward. For most of us, we have more time behind us than we do ahead of us. So you cannot use this time in vain. You cannot take this time and assume that you're going to be given another 10 years or another 15 years to do the same thing that you've always done. If you have an imbalanced life and your life is has always been about grinding, it's all about money, it's all about creating a stable home, and you have no one to share that with, then... That's your choice, but understand that you're going to have to 
In order to have a fruitful life, you're going to have to find balance in all areas. In order to have balance in all areas, you're gonna to have to take inventory in each of those spaces. What matters to you? What is it that's gonna help you to create the life that you desire? How do you get that? And not only do, do you need to worry about or work on attaining it, but how do you sustain it? How do you keep it? When you get the things that you want, when you get to the place that you feel successful, when you get to the place where you feel at peace with the work that you've put in, how do you maintain? And that takes more than just having money. That takes you being able to intellectually put things together to keep things afloat. It's going to take a sense of emotional intelligence. It's going to force you into having a lot of social skills in a lot of sense because you're gonna to have to partner with people. You're gonna to have to partner with your spouses and your children and you're going to have to create a tribe in a sense to help you cultivate a winning foundation. I mean, that's just the bottom line. You can't think that you can do this all by yourself. And if you can, you have to know that it's going to take more than that to sustain it. So during this time, it's putting together a plan, putting together your strategies, putting together an idea of what that feels like, what that looks like and what it is that you desire going forward, knowing that you deserve the best in what you desire, knowing that regardless to your mistakes, regardless to where you've been, regardless to how you've had to maneuver previously, knowing that you deserve the best of what you put out is where you understand your work. You have to remember your value. Remember that your mistakes don't define your value. Your mistakes don't define your worthiness. And continue to work on getting better. But if you continuously have a defeating type mentality, you're gonna to continue to create a life that does nothing but bring more of that to you. Because God doesn't give you, the universe doesn't give you what your mouth is saying it wants. It gives you the frequency in which you exude. So if my mouth is saying I deserve to be happy, but I'm always complaining, I'm always walking around with a chip on my shoulder, or I'm treating people bad, or I'm using people, and I'm walking over people, and I'm being just a scumbag, I couldn't possibly think that I'm going to get back anything great from that. You're getting back what you put out. That's when people say you're getting what you give. That's what they mean. It's not like in a tangible sense. Oh, I can go give you $100, so I'm going to get $100 back. No, it means that if the energy and frequency that I put out is on a low vibe, it is negative. It is nothing but toxicity. I do nothing but stir up drama. I do nothing but stir up trouble. I do nothing but make people's lives miserable. You're going to get that back. And the way God works is he never gives it back in the way that you give it. So sometimes the hate and the and the dirt and the mischief that you put out can come back in the form of your health. It can come back in the form of your children. It can come back in the form of the people that you love. It can come back in the form of your, you know, your environment. It just so many different ways you can be affected by the seeds that you've sown. And a lot of the times that's what creates these generational curses that people speak about. It's not just about 
oh, we just live in a bad area, so our life is like this. No, a lot of the times people stay where they're comfortable and where they're familiar. But if you don't choose better and you don't choose to rise above whatever situation you are involved in, then you're sowing seeds that your children and your children's children could potentially eat off of. So you have to be very mindful of the steps that you take in life. And this is a time where we are having to restart, reprogram and restructure ourselves in a way that we hadn't had to do before because our life had already been planned. We had already, you know, just fallen in line with what it is that everyone else was doing. So now you're going to find yourself wanting to be isolated, wanting to be by yourself, wanting to create a structured process that fits you. Not necessarily fits in with other people, but it fits in with you. And that's where your blessings come from. That's where your newfound confidence come from. And before you know it, your world is changing. Not because you're changing the world per se, but you're changing your world as you see it. And that's where the, that's where the tokens lie. It's not about changing other people's thought process and changing how other people receive what it is that you are trying to put out there. It's about how you live what you believe, how you are able to affect those that are around you by just exuding what it is that you say you are. Changing the way you think, changing the way you treat people, understanding that it's more than just thinking that you're in control because you're financially able to be, and more than just providing for someone on a tangible sense. How does your presence speak for you? when there are no, there's no money involved. How much is your presence worth? And so you have to be able to navigate in a way that increases your worth internally first, because as you're internally becoming more worthy and more valuable, then people that attract that same type of frequency are going to be attracted to you. They're gonna be able to pour into you. Remember, remember how I always say that we're no longer operating out of our deficit. We are only operating from our overflow. You cannot think that you can continue to pour out and give to people who don't pour out and give to you. And then you're on empty and you're left to replenish yourself, mind, body, or soul. You can't do that. That's just not, that's just not a healthy pattern for anyone. It's, it's just not, anything that you can truly sustain. So creating a space where you can be healthy mentally, where you can be healthy physically, where you can really, really grow and replenish yourself naturally and knowing when to cut off, knowing when I don't have any more to give. Because when you're on half, you need to be able to fill yourself back up and continuously Operating out of a deficit does more harm than good. It doesn't help you at all. And then you constantly are looking for someone to give you what you can't give yourself. So you want to take this time to really, really focus on what makes you happy, what gives you peace, what gives you that joy, what makes you light up just by waking up, what makes you happy. It's not about being attached to any person. It's not about being attached to anything. It's just, where does your, your sense of worth come from? Where does your sense of happiness come from? What is it that you're grateful for every single day? 
And a lot of times it's very difficult for people to find the small things to be grateful for because they're looking at the big things that they don't have. But if you continue to operate in a life like that, then you will look around and everything, every reason you have to be blessed will pass you by. So we're in a time right now where we're being very faithful to ourselves. We're being faithful to our truths. We're standing in our authenticity. We're not accepting anything that doesn't make us better. And that's in any area of your life. You can't love someone into loving you. You can't care for somebody so much that they're going to care for you. You can't overgive and think someone's going to just automatically want to give you the world. That's just not how life works. And so you have to create a structure and you have to create a balance for yourself. Is this really something that's reciprocated? Is this something that really is pouring into the soul of you? And if it's not, it's okay to walk away. It's okay to walk away. Because when you look yourself in the mirror, it's not about anything that you wear. It's not about anything in your bank account. It's not anything that you drive. It's about looking that person in the mirror and saying, you're proud of that person. You stood up for that person. You protected that person. And that person, first and foremost, is you. Because if you can't love yourself, you can't care for yourself, you can't hold yourself when you need to be held, then you don't have the capacity to do that for anyone else. And so we're in this space where we're having to find We're having to nurture ourselves. We're having to provide a safe place for ourselves. And that's really beautiful, but it's not easy. It's not easy. It's difficult, it's scary, and it can put you in a place of isolation. But you have to understand that on this journey of interdependence, it doesn't make you so independent that you you cut off any potential help. That's not how it is. Interdependence means that you are capable, willing, and you have a desire to do for yourself. That's whether or not someone else is a part of the picture or not. But it's also being wise enough to know when to accept the help that's come for you. Sometimes God sends people in your life to test you, but sometimes he sends you partners and he sends you people that are really here to do the journey with you. And if you're not mindful of that, if you're not aware of that, then you will walk all over your blessings and you will miss out on the best things for you out of fear. Out of fear and out of the inability to comprehend what is in front of you. You cannot possibly think that you'll continue to get chance after chance after chance and stuff. Eventually, you're going to run out of chances. So give, your, give yourself the opportunity to just be with yourself and recognize what it is you desire, what it is that you really, really want, and how do you want that to come into fruition? What is it that you can do to make it happen faster? What is it that God wants for you to do so that you can create a safe place for it when it comes? We are days away from every woman's, well, most women's favorite time of the year, which is Valentine's Day. And I personally, I read y'all emails where you've said, 
I don't have a Valentine. What am I supposed to do? Like, where do I go? Um, I don't like to go to the movies by myself. And it really made me wonder, like, am I strange or something? Because I honestly prefer going places by myself if I'm not going with someone who wants to go with me or who doesn't if it's not really a connection I don't want to pretend I don't want to fake one I don't want to just be with someone just to be with someone because it's a day that says I should be with them like it's about owning yourself knowing that you deserve the best of everything you give and any if, if there's not anyone in your life to give you that that's okay that's okay it's it should be an honor to do it for yourself I can't tell I have a I love to shop for myself like I love to I love to buy skincare products I love to buy crystals I love to buy just whatever the hell I want to buy because I love to spoil myself I love to feel like I don't have to wait for someone else to do it for me. If I want flowers, I buy myself flowers. If I want a new fragrance, I buy myself a new fragrance. Like I don't, you don't need a partner to do those things for you. Even if it is Valentine's Day. I tell you guys all the time, Valentine's Day for years, I never spent with a partner because my dad never let us. It was Valentine's Day was spent with my dad. And as crazy as it sounds, that's still how I operate because I've really never had a relationship that celebrated that. So Valentine's Day for me is me honoring my dad. It's me doing things that I know he would want me to do. So I buy my teddy bears like my dad would do. I buy that for my sister. I buy that for my mom. I buy that for my grandmother. And I send them flowers because that's what my dad did. It wasn't about a man. It wasn't about you know, um, a man showing me he loved me because I really prefer you show me you love me every day. And you know your love language, you know what you desire. So you don't have to wait for someone to come in your life to do that. I'm, I'm a witness that when you do it for yourself, it really does send that type of vibration out that makes people step up and do those things because they want to do those things because they know you deserve those things, not because they feel pressure to on a day. So don't be discouraged because it's a weekend that you don't have a partner. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You are worthy of all the love that you give. And if you don't have someone to share that with, share with yourself. Take yourself out. If you don't want to go to a restaurant, okay. Cook yourself your favorite meal. Get you some wine. Go buy you some beautiful electronics. And I'm talking about the electronics that come with batteries. Okay, ladies, like you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to sit and wait. You don't have to sit and do that. Like you don't have to do that. Do whatever you need to do. I have girlfriends that go out with each other. Like my homegirls will get together and they'll go and have a girl Valentine day, a gal time day. And they go to the spas and get massages, like all of that. You don't have to just be with a man, especially if the person that you're with doesn't make you feel like a queen. Don't settle. And fellas, don't settle. If the person that you're with 
or the person that you desire doesn't reciprocate, why are you wasting your time overextending, overindulging, wasting all your money trying to make them happy when they're not? Look, love is love and it's about showing a person you love them completely beyond one day. But it's also about knowing that honoring a person when they need to be honored is a huge statement to make. It is a huge declaration of your love for someone. So don't shy away from it just because, and don't use the excuse of, I don't wanna be, you know, commercialized um, events or commercialized holidays. I wouldn't give a hot dog if it's commercialized. (laughs) Doesn't matter. You know that your girl likes it. You know that your guy likes it. Do it. What does it matter? What does it matter? So take this week and really like dig into yourself. Find what makes you happy. What makes you sexy? What makes you feel like you're irreplaceable? What makes you feel like you're powerful? Step into that. Step into your feminine power. Step into your masculine power. Learn how to blend it without being overpowering. You don't have to push your weight around when you're already a king or a warrior. You don't have to push your queendom around when you're a queen. You just stand in that power. It is what it is. Don't settle. Don't run from the essence of who you are because that's what makes you truly irreplaceable. So this has been your daily dose of energy. Um, I will be responding to you guys' emails. Y'all really keep me laughing. Y'all keep me laughing. You keep me crying. You keep me just filled with so much joy because I really appreciate all the feedback and all the, the love that you guys show me. And yeah, so thank you. Thank you. I am still working on the details for my birthday um, for the meetup for everyone who has reached out and asked. I'm not having a party. I'm not doing party things. I am definitely having a nice, um, just a spiritual night, you know, a night where people, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time. So we are planning. I'm working with the planner and stuff now for that. So I will keep you guys updated. I'll send out the newsletter with the details so that you guys can RSVP if you're interested in attending. Um, And other than that, just keep a smile on your face. Like, you are only given this life to be conscious of the life you're living. And if you're able to listen to my voice and you are able to walk, talk, breathe, and wake up the next day, show gratitude for that. Because so many people didn't get that opportunity. And I'm sure if you're like me, you've experienced that. So yeah, under the moments, because you don't know when it's your last. So until tomorrow's daily dose of energy, I want to tell you guys happy pre-Valentine. I hope that you get all the love that you pour out. And I love your freaking face. I love you guys. Bye.